0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 73 of Zion's Finest. This episode I am joined by Aaron and Robert, two of my good friends and brothers. They are going to give a battle report and then we're going to have a little bit of a breakdown on Specter Cell. There's a little bit of a postscript that I'm going to add there or at the end because Robert and I were able to play after this game. In addition, JK, JK and I um, were able to get some practicing in like a few days later so just, I just want to give some thoughts in terms of where we think everything's going. For the news right now, the biggest news is that Spanish Nationals just happened. They had 63 people uh, turn up. It was a pretty good showing. It was won by Oscar running Specter Cell without. There was a lot, lot, lot of Specter Cell. I think the three of the top four were Specter Cells. As we talk about in this episode, it is so tough to disentangle um, caus- causation, right, like with these things. It's tough to know if Specter Cell is just so stupid good that... It's like unfair, like unfairly good that it, that that's that's obviously a possibility or that the other the other possibility, the other possibility, obviously, is that really good players are running Specter Cell, right? Like if Brett Kelly and DT and Lucas all take Specter Cell to U.S. Nationals, Specter Cell is going to be in three of the top four, top eight lists just because those guys are running it. Right. And it's tough to know how how strong it is at this stage. There's obviously a lot of people who think it's it's too strong. I do think it's too strong. I think the question is, is how too strong is it? I think IG is too strong, right? Like, I think Vader's too strong. Um, but that's not the same thing as saying, is it broken, et cetera, et cetera. Which brings up the second bit of news. Regional season is coming up. We've gotten some mixed signals from stores. Our local store in Utah, we're having our regional on January 5th. I am strongly encouraging everybody to come. If you are out of state, we will happily find a place for you to stay. If you come here, we are looking to make it a really awesome event. We're going to try and do things like have custom alt art cards, do some custom tokens. We're going to make it a really, really cool, cool event. And so obviously, if there's anybody, if it's feasible for you to come to Utah January 5th, um, we'd love to have you. But... Lots of stores are announcing their regionals. I might go through it a little bit later in the episode. But you should contact your local stores and see. Last year, stores weren't allowed to say whether or not they had a regional. What, would happen, what happened was FFG just kind of announced it. And after that point, stores were able to say. And I think that's actually been kind of standard fare. This year, however, um, stores got news. like the UK, apparently, they figured out about their regionals weeks ago. And other stores have... Then figuring out, I don't know if they figured out all at once, if they all got an email or what's been going on. But I contacted our local store owner, Gary with Blackfire and Pleasant Grove, and I was like, hey, do we have a regional? And he was, he said, I don't know if I can tell you that. Oh, looks like FFG didn't tell me not. So he was able, so that was how we figured out we've got our regional on January 5th. So I've just been contacting other stores. Like I contacted the one I went to at SoCal. Um, Jesse Betts has contacted the one in Denver. And I strongly encourage everybody, if you had a regional last year, contact the store that had it to see if they're having it again. If they aren't, it would be a really good idea to try and figure out the closest one that we're having. On our OP document list, I have got a running um, schedule on regionals. And what we're doing is obviously date, time, location, store, and then a point of contact. So I would love to get any information that we can get on regionals. The other thing is that we are, so we've been doing these Vassal Leagues in the Slack channel. And what how the Vassal Leagues go is every week you're assigned a random opponent. Not random, it's like a Swiss format. And you play, you have to just get your game in like sometime during the week. There's no special rules or anything like that. And it's been a league. So you can take new lists every week. I've just been taking like iterations on the box. Um, But it's really, it's, It's competitive and that everyone's bringing good lists, but it's low key and that obviously, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know, but it's been it's a great way to force yourself to get reps in. We have completed wave one. We Wave 2 is being run by Chris Emmick. Wave 1 was run by JK. Wave 2 is being run by Chris Emmick, And that is going to be completing probably in the next week or so. We're th- going to be getting ready to start Wave 3. Now Wave 3 is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be more of a serious tournament. What we're going to do is everyone's going to have set locked lists. And we're going to play it through more like a... It, it is going to be more competitive, not in the sense of like, you know, that we're, we're not playing for all the marbles or anything like that. But in the sense of everyone should be should plan on playing against like top tier medalists. Lots of people will be running Specter Cell. I'll be running the box. Scott will be running Vader, blah, 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 blah. Hassan will be running whatever dumb thing he comes up with. Um, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. If you're in the Slack channel, just keep your ears posted or, or keep your ears alert. We're going to be posting news about it as soon as JK is going to be setting the schedule for it. And if you're not in the Slack channel, join us by sending an email to Zionsfinestia at gmail.com. Final bit of news is so we I'm working on finalizing the Patreon rewards for that are be going out in December. Based on a suggestion from Ben, I designed this Force Vision token. It's a it's a Kanan Jarrus token that says Force Vision, and I'm trying to decide on the quotation below. I posted it in the Slack channel, an image for it. If you haven't seen it, I'm also going to post it on Patreon, but I'd love to get some feedback on that. If you like it, if you think there's another token, that would probably be a better idea. The reason why I like Kanan's token is, you know, lots of people are running Specter Cell, and it's kind of like Hera's token, it's a nice thing to remember, like your token to say I've i've played it or i need to play it is really most of the time the the thing that you're gonna have to remember with it um so th- that that's happening i'm going to be posting we're gonna be getting our greedo alt arts designed here in the next little bit i've got the art i just need to design the card get it off to the printer and that is the news let's turn it over to robert and aaron for episode 73 Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown and I am joined by my two brothers, Robert and Aaron. Hello, Hello. not biological. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. Brother, brothers in spirit and in bond, as they say in Sherlock Holmes. Okay, this is what I want us to do with this episode. Robert and Aaron just finished playing a game on Ooscrew. They were playing... Um, Specter Cell was being run by Aaron and Robert was running a points manipulation list. We're going to have them talk about that in a little bit. But before they do... First off, I want to think about news. Oh, there's some battle reports that have been coming in. Oh, that's actually it, right now. Um, okay, so here's the news that we have to report. We have got Nationals results. They're on the Organized Play Doc. We're going to talk about them a little bit in this episode, although I primarily want to be Aaron and Robert offering their insights into Specter SpecterCell. Um, we do have Organized Play results. And first off, I just want to quickly go over them. We have had a few Nationals. Since our last episode. So, our last episode was the two nationals winner, or the nationals winner and the runner up from Italian nationals. That was Emmanuel Lusassano and Greg Monson. So, that was Italian nationals in Bologna. That was September 22nd. The next week, September 29th, was Polish nationals. It was won by Arvidas. We all, well, those of us who've been playing Imperial Salt for a while know Arvidas. He made top 16 at Worlds, he's done incredibly well in organized play he was running vader palp Thrawn. um this is the list jk's calling the who's the boss list <laughs> <laughs> yes. i don't I, it's it's an awesome list we may and maybe we can talk about this it a little doesn't
1: bit. have Unshakable. It,
0: um his list did not have unshakable you're absolutely right arvidas's list did not have unshakable i was kind of surprised by that (laughs) arvidas is an incredible player though and so he had his reasons for it most lists i have seen this who's the boss list they do have unshakable but and we can talk about that then the next and so that was polish nationals 25 players it was in warsaw won by arvidas who i think is actually from lithuania then the next, no, two weeks later, Spanish Nationals were in Madrid. They had 63 players. Wow. It was, I know, it's crazy. It That's was great. won by Oscar, don't know his last name, running Spectre saw with doubt. That's actually, is this correct? Is that the first National that Spectre has won? The first National. The first National that Spectre has won. Because previously, right. it has been Vader. Yeah. Has, has just been winning everything. So it was that was a lot of competition. And Spain has got a lot of really good players. So I think that... Should weigh somewhat in our calculus, but very, very, very interesting. Okay, so the other news is that regionals have are being announced. Utah has got ours on January 5th. We strongly encourage everyone who would like to come make it out. All you got to do is get yourself here. We will put you up. We will feed you. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to get some custom tokens made. We're probably going to see if we can do some. We will do a custom alt art. Um, it's going to be awesome. We're really going to be trying to pull out all the stops. Like I said, it's January 5th. That's also the same date as the McPherson, Kansas Regional. Those guys suck. But (laughs) (laughs) But, but if you're in the Midwest, that might... Possibly be a better choice. So, I'm not like trying to cloud your judgment or anything. But everyone should contact your local stores. They are not under a gag order from FFG. They can tell you if they've got a regional. So, everyone should do that. I'm looking to see if, like, when SoCal's is, um, if Denver got another one. And obviously, I think actually the UK's have already been publicly announced. Those are on our organized play document. So, if you'd like information about that, as soon as I get them, I'm going to put them up on the Organized Play Doc. Um, and if you've got information, send them to me at zionsfinestia.gmail.com or on the Slack channel just so we can get all that figured out. They're going to be starting, I think, the end of November is probably the first one. So they're going to be coming right up. And now that we're getting into regional season, obviously, the big thing that's on everyone's mind is like, where is Specter Cell actually going to shake out? So in light of that, I have Aaron and Robert here. What we're going to do is... I want to just have a conversation about Specter Cell in terms of where we think it's going, what we think its weaknesses are, and maybe first start with your game tonight, Robert. Tell us about your list.
2: Sure. So, first, I want to preface any comments that I make by saying that uh, I have a very small sample size when it comes to Specter Cell or really any skirmishing recently. Mm. Uh, we can all thank all of the comments about Imperial Assault being a dead game for the reduced enthusiasm. <laughs> Thanks, Hassan. Yeah, Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you, Hassan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, Specter Cell is obviously really good, and but it's not unbeatable. Mm. The question is whether it is less beatable than everything else. Yeah. And I think that it matches up really well against Vader. Yes. Um, certainly the, the old Vader archetype yep. has really been phased out at this point. Absolutely. Which is positive. I mean, if nothing else, we want the new meta to shake up what the old meta used agreed. to be. Agreed.
0: Completely agreed. And, he,
2: and whether you like the new thing or not, I mean, that... Sucks sometimes, yeah. and it's great other times. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm not thrilled seeing Unshakable Vader everywhere. Right, right? yeah, so. exactly.
2: Um, so tonight I played a scum points manipulation list against Specter Cell, and it came out to be very, very close. Um, what was your list? Right, so I had Hondo, Jabba, two regular Jawas, Sabine, Equaze, uh, I- mm. and Gideon. And is that it? That
0: seems like devious scheme. Ra- oh alliance. yeah, yeah,
2: devious scheme, temporary alliance, and black market.
0: Yep. Right.
2: So as as I say that, I realize how little firepower that list has. Yeah. Mm.
0: It's got lots of like it's got lots of guns, but no like massive cannon
2: guns. Right. right? There, no is, there is there is no queen piece. Yeah. In that list, and and you know that that was pretty evident tonight because Aaron just kind of waltzed uh, Kanan and Ezra wherever they wanted to go. Yep. And. Uh, and had you know, did whatever they wanted to do. Yep. As it turned out, Kanan was one point away from dying, which would have won me the match, mm-hmm. but my Jawa whiffed twice. <laughs> one, one time focus. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. And dealt zero damage twice in a row. So that tells you how close it was. I think the variance broke out pretty evenly.
0: You rolled two dodges. Yeah. I did
2: roll two dodges yeah. earlier, both of which were pretty important. Yep. My grenades right. were on fire from Sabine.
0: It was. I mean, it was a. It was a very yeah. good close game. It was. So I yeah. think that the entire game.
2: I think the results of that match make me feel good about the points manipulation yeah. archetype. But it's probably. I think it's weakest against Spectre Cell because there are few activations. So Jabba's points don't mean very much. Yeah. And and having the queen pieces in Specter Cell hurt my list a lot. Mm.
0: What do you think, Ryan? Uh,
1: well, I think Robert makes a really good point in that the dice variants kind of evened out uh, on paper. Uh, one thing I do uh, feel kind of strongly about that particular matchup is that the dodges happened much earlier than the Jawa whiffs. Yes. And so while at that point, kind of in a in a vacuum, uh, either those Jawa attacks landing, you know, wins Robert the skirmish. Yep. Mm-hmm. However, the... the Amount of work that figures who dodged dodged were yeah, able to do dodge. post yeah. dodge yeah. Uh, greatly exceeded yeah that's a uh, great point in survival yeah. and and um, so not not that I think the game was artificially close as a result of those dodges um, there were a lot of strategic uh, moves on both sides uh, especially on the part of Robert I'd like to uh, shout him out a little bit he's a Thanks, very very skilled yes. yeah me. and yeah. He's,
0: and he's rolling yeah. how many white dice you rolling
1: right he's rolling five white dice and yeah. so you're expecting to get a dodge yeah. or two. right, right. um. Uh and I agree that, that Spectre is beatable, mm. right? Um I do having played it against the Who's the Boss list um yeah. a few times and have having played it against uh the Scum VP archetype, there's some like IG double weak ways that are running around that I played it against. It does have a higher than average win ratio in my experience. I think that's right. Yeah. But it's been narrowing, and that's, I'm pretty encouraged by yeah. that, right? Yeah. I don't think a list is going to come out that solves Specter Cell. Um, I'm not sure that's that's going to happen. It's too consistently good. Yeah. Right. What I think is going to happen is that other things are going to come out that are able to close the gap on Specter Cell.
0: Let's right? let's um, let's time out because you've got right. experience with this. Ta- let's talk about the Who's the Boss list. Right. So let so for those of you who aren't aware, the basics of the Who's the Boss is it's Vader. Right. With the fix, Palp to so your twenty one, Thrawn is 27 mm-hmm. Seven. and then i guess the rest is to flavor i've seen most people running um so hassan, i've seen one
1: elite death and yep. then uh some riots and
0: i've seen that yeah any
2: jets anymore in that typically so, not.
0: so hassan was playing his box mm-hmm. he was playing this list but he was playing as like a box breaker because we were playing in our salt bowl right. hmm. so what he did was he had jets and he put gren- grenadier Mm -hmm. overrun right because those cards are great against the box i have not i don't think that would be good in pretty much any other matchup besides the box and and that wouldn't be good against specter cell Yeah, against
1: specter cell the riots tend to do a little bit well they don't do a lot of damage but boy are they great for control against Specter Cell.
0: and i mean they're going to take most of the time one at least two attacks to bring down i mean Mm -hmm. realistically only ezra can one shot them consistently yeah and that's only if zillow's been procced so are these
2: regular riots or elite Usually, um,
0: I, it's elites who are going to stand up to two hits.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen both, but I think the
1: elites are, are a better choice, especially because what the you're doing weaken. is you're sacri- you're you're getting the points back from not bringing
2: jets, and instead you're bringing right. elite. Yeah. Rounds. Well, yeah. and the auto weaken from the elites yes. is a yep. huge deal against the spectre surges, which are all plus two damage. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And pierce three. For, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So that's for the list. Now, the reason why it does so well is because it takes. What are Specter Cell's normal win conditions, which is get up in their opponent's grill, overwhelm them with efficiency, right? right? And then just bring down bring down queen pieces, bring down the offense. That doesn't work as well against the who's the boss because you're coming into Vader and Palp. And so if you're coming into Vader, if you don't kill him, he's going to hit you and then Palp's going to order... Uh, you know, uh, emperor attack. In addition to parting blow, all of these things that are going down and force lightning and the end of round attack and the end of round attack. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so so the problem with Vader prior to this list was that like Vader with double jets, like the jets are just not going to do anything against specter. So like nothing. And Vader's going to go down like Kanan and Ezra will overwhelm him, and they'll bring him down. And that's like the game at that point. But this list is a little bit different, right? Because it's got higher damage output even if you're sacrificing a little bit in terms of objective control, assuming you don't bring ri- or riots. Right. And, you know, like, they're just... Jets are just consistent, but, like, consistently mediocre against Spectre just isn't going to cut it, right? So that's the list, okay? And th- this is why it's good. Now, Aaron, like, let's, let's run down, like, how you think... Do you think Spectre's advantage against it strongly? Like, what do you think the matchup is? Uh,
1: I think it really depends on the map.
0: Okay. Right.
1: So Robert and I played on Ooskru tonight, which I pretty strongly feel is Spectre's weakest map. Right. I agree. I think Tarkin is their best map. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see I, that. I feel like it's pretty hard to avoid them in yep. Tarkin. And uh, the objectives are really accessible to them, yep. Tarkin. Um, and I don't
2: think that's necessarily the case on, on Ooskru. Well, and on the for the weapons, it feels so bad to give additional dice to Specter Cell yeah. right. that your opponent is going to challenge them, which really plays into Specter's yeah. hand because then they're, you are volunteering to be up in their face. Yeah. Great right. point. Great yeah, point. They do such so, a great
1: job of picking an area of the map and just absolutely dominating that. Yeah. Right. And, and Tarkin's got one giant lane down the middle. Yep. Yeah. If you avoid it, then you're probably not dealing enough damage to eat through Specter Cell. If you're, if you're not, then you're running to the buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about... That. I, I feel like Jawa, Scavengers... I mean, it's the, their map. What's it called? The back alleys? Moth yeah. back alleys. I played it the least, and it feels like kind of a wash. They do some things well on that map. They do some things... That, the doors, just like screw, are kind of hard for them. On yeah, that map. right. Right, because Ezra and Kanan really want to get up there as soon as possible. Great point. And when doors are really preventing that, it's rough. Great point.
2: Having a mobile figure in Sabine... I imagine mm-hmm. helps that a lot because rounding that corner yep. with the blocking yes. terrain that's true is a, that was a big advantage for Jets when yeah. I ran into them on that yeah point. great point I,
1: I agree with that and, and if you open one middle door I feel like that that really helps you on back alleys more than it helps on your screw yeah I mean Kanan and Ezra sure. can get anywhere if yeah. you open a middle yeah. door kind of the same as Vader right? yeah it was a great map for Vader yeah but as far as the, the list we're talking about with kind of the three giant queen pieces, I think that's really the key to it, right? Because yeah. in traditional Vader, you've got one figure on the map who can do a ton of damage, yep. but one figure. Yep. And and now you've got three, um, and Palp's giving Vader extra attacks. Yep. And it just really makes all the difference. You've got now, Vader's now getting uh, two and a half attacks without Palp. Yeah. So he's getting really... Or no, with Palp. So he's getting two and a
2: half attacks well, per round if you can pull it off. Three and a half, I over. mean,
0: if he's got Parting Blow. Right, sure, yeah, and sure. then you've got yeah. the combo and it, yeah. all of that. And, and...
2: So I, I have a question on yeah. that. So you are listing Thrawn in with Palp Invader as yeah. being a damage dealer. And I haven't played against Thrawn I mean, maybe once. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder how you've observed his consistency to be. Because mm. with that double surge for three damage is huge. It's huge. White dice kind of hurt it.
0: Um, yeah yeah but like the thing is like the reason why I would say it's so consistent is because he gives himself self a surge yeah and the That's odds the that he doesn't roll two surges, he can. so against white die, it's less likely yeah. and then he's getting a pierce one as opposed to a plus three, which is a big deal. but against like he did Hassan in our game did ten damage hmm. to Dracotta with with an unfocused only surging. Um, pal, or, or, uh, Thrawn, he did actually have a blue die. But, like, I mean, it was uh, a crazy role. I think right. Thrawn's got a, he, Thrawn has got a consistently good role that can become a big role. If, like, so he is break. worth
2: categorizing under, I mean, terrifying threats that you have to work around in your movement. Um, Who is So I would compare uh, his attack to
0: Th- Hondo. Like, I would compare his attack to Hondo. See,
2: in Hondo, his kind of underwhelmed from a firepower standpoint because your opponent is willing to give you the two APs, hey, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is great. Honda's an awesome
0: figure. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and likewise, I think there are things outside of his attack that make Thrawn a threat, sure. right? Yeah, man. Thrawn's threat isn't just the fact that he, he has pretty consistent attack, right? Yeah. I didn't necessarily mean to list him as an offensive threat, but rather a queen piece and that he is a piece you have to get rid of mm-hmm. um, or is extremely valuable to get rid of yeah. right uh, and prioritizing over you know the the filler in that list yeah, yeah. you've got three pieces that all create problems if they're not removed. So Thrawn's ability to burn cards and especially all of the tokens around with Vader on the map is
0: really tough to deal with. Well, I mean, Um, and once Vader goes down, then he's giving tokens to the Riots, right? Who are now going to have a a surge or, you know, like, it's just... His card is
1: bonkers good.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, it's Apart apart
1: from his ability.
0: um, I've
1: I've played against that list now three times against Scott Nielsen, uh, experienced Vader player in our local group. Yep. And uh, in two of the three, uh, he burned On the Lamb.
0: Yep. I have lost On the Lamb many yep. times. Yeah. Uh, I lost and, On the And I think card. the other
1: one, his card didn't come up, but his normal ability was still able to burn things that were really essential um, or really helpful situationally, like Heart of Freedom came up when I really, really needed it. Man, he burned I, it. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's, he's good. Turns out he's good.
0: Yeah. Thron's awesome. I mean, like, realistically, like, brief tangent, I love lethal. I love how Hondo and Thrawn, like, are coming into their own in terms of, like, mm-hmm. list building. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not amazing, like, in, in the sense of, like, Ezra and Specter Cell is stupid good, right? They're mm-hmm. not that good, but they are <laughs> awesome. And they feel so thematic, right? right? Like, in terms they do, of, like, what yeah. They
2: do. Yeah, the teamwork element and that they all feel happy together, very thematic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's an interesting point, Aaron. Um, and I would love to play against Thrawn with the scum point manipulation. Right. Mm-hmm. Kenny pointed out earlier that that list struggles so much for firepower that you are just burning through your command cards as yes. fast as you draw them yep. in order to defeat any figures. And so with Thrawn, if Thrawn re- removes assassinate mm. or tools for the job from that list, yep. I mean, does it just fall apart? How, that how, do, you, how do you take down Vader? Yeah. Um, so, my, I mean, I've never played that matchup. Yeah.
1: My initial thoughts are that, unlike Specter Cell, there are multiple weak options to pull off things like uh, Price on Their Heads... And, uh, right. what's the other one? Uh, worth every credit, you know, so you can kind of dink and dunk and get yeah. easy removal for those big point swings in a way that you really can't against Spectre. Right. Um, yeah,
2: my, my goal in building mm-hmm. a point manipulation list is that I have the option of completely ignoring Vader. Yeah. Right. That I can get, you know, 13 and probably 16 points because of the extras, yeah. the, uh, you know, extra armor and unshakable. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see from if Vader things. has
1: the mobility to take away that option. Um, yeah, because because that's really what you're you're trying to do, right? Is you got to right. run away from him if you're going to not deal with him. You got to yeah. limit his attacks as much as possible. Um, but it the problem I think in that there. list is like, yeah, Vader Vader can potentially double move and still get off an attack and yeah. round attack with help right. on the map. So right. it is it is kind of tough to pull that. I'd be interested to see that matchup.
2: That line is hard to. Draw between keeping Vader far enough back mm. that he lives, and far enough forward that I have to confront him. Yeah. Right. There was a match yeah. I played mm-hmm. where the, my opponent realized that was my goal, and then threw Vader at me. Yeah. And then every figure I had attacked in that round and defeated him with price on his head, and I got right you know twenty yeah. odd points for it. I and do like that. <laughs> it is a that's a, it's a difficult line to straddle.
1: Yeah, with Jabba, you get twenty eight points for killing Vader with celebration price on their heads and Jabba on the map. What? No. He's
0: Thirteen or twenty-one? No, 22. not 20. He's 22. twenty-two. Twenty-two. But still, that's twenty-two yeah. points. 22 right. Yeah. That's half of yeah. your
1: victory points. Right. Yeah. I guess. I guess the maximum you could do is if you do what uh, worth every right. credit, yeah. you could yeah. squeeze 24. twenty-four out of it. Right. But, that, but twenty-two points, even 20 that's people. not that's not hard to pull off if you got good card yeah. draw. And oh, yeah. this does
0: have a good card yeah. draw. And so and you're
2: not going to defeat him in the first that's, round. Th- you're yeah, more than halfway there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I do think so. I have seen that that being played. Now obviously it was a little bit different when so at Worlds, this yeah. like this very thing happened. Where yeah. a guy was playing a, a, a scum point list. Yeah. I wanna say was this Luke Sykes? I think it was Luke Sykes. Um he put he played uh Price on their heads on Vader, celebration after he killed him, got twenty-two points, right? And it, it just swung the game, right? Yeah. Actually, or it might not have been that. I think what happened was he put price on their heads on the Vader player, and then the Vader player had to run away because he's like, I knew he knew he had celebration. Right. Mm. Um, and so for some reason I think he must have done like an intelligence leak or something. And at that point, you're like, I can't give my opponent twenty points, so now I have to pull their Vader back, and which your opponent's like, Okay, perfect, right? right. Like yeah, I want we'll your Vader. Take that I think the thing is against the Who's the Boss list, I think Unless you're running certain lists, like it with the box, with Haunted Dracotta, I just kill Vader. Yeah. Because like Vader's gonna go down, you got it. like Haunted yeah. Dracotta. Like they'll kill him. But if I'm not pl- if I'm playing almost any other list, I think I gotta go kill Palp first. Because hmm. Palp's ability to give yep. free damage, right, with tempt, with force lightning, and a free attack with Vader is such a big deal yep. that if Pelt comes out, you got I think you almost gotta like overcommit to make sure he goes down because Palp in the end game is just the worst. He's gonna do free yeah. damage. He's a great sweeper. He's got three amazing. Here's three like automatically. Yeah, and then red
2: green is good for. Five. Oh, but yeah. realistically,
0: he's just gonna like run around force lining temp people, right? right. And if anyone's got five health, he's gonna kill him, or three health, right? Yeah. Like or four health, he can four kill him with temp and force lining. Yes. that's so good. So, yeah, I don't know, but
2: yeah, it's a really cool list.
0: It is. I'll have to. It is a very yeah. very cool list.
2: So I,
1: I I think the takeaway from that for that for me is that. While nothing's, like, risen up to the challenge and is equally good at beating Spectre and has, like, a 50% win rate against her, nothing's really competing with it on that level.
2: Yeah. But the gap
1: is closing. Yeah. And and we're getting closer and people are trying to, like, people are doing a really good job of closing that gap enough that I'm confident by the time we get around to, you know, May, we're we're staring worlds in the face. Yep. I feel like Spectre Cell will have regressed to the mean a little bit.
0: I agree. I think it's interesting because it hasn't won a Nationals yet, despite right. being like... and it, it's, it's been legal for three. No, it's 1-1. One. one out of three. Oh, yeah, try. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It did. It won in Spanish. And yeah. it won in Spanish, which was a big one, which shouldn't matter. But also, I think a lot of the best players were running Spectre. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was the top three. Yeah, it was. Three of the top four lists were Spectre. Now, I think, like, obviously that tells you a lot. But it also, I'm, I always say, when people do really well with a thing, right. I'm like, there is so much of that that is, like, the player that is doing really, really right. well. Right, Invader
1: yeah, was inconspicuously absent from, was. from the top eight of that tournament. and there's He m- didn't, he,
0: uh, Imperialist was 21. It didn't come in until 21. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah, but but I take that to mean the top, top players of that Are tournament were just not. not interested in running that list. I agree. And just didn't. Yeah. I agree. Um, sure.
2: So is there any rebel list in the meta aside from Specter that can break Specter or or compete? The right box now? can beat
0: it. I never I I mean um, like the I don't worry about Specter versus the box. Yeah. Just because like the box is like the box just does its own very particular thing, right where right. Dracotta and Han, anyone who comes out, they just blast them away, right? And I'm fine with Spectre coming into my grill. I want Spectre to come into my grill because I'm going to be coming back. Then Dracotta can go up and do her massive shot, drop rubble, and then run back. And I think it
1: really forces them to do what you want them to do, right? Spectre doesn't have the option against the box to really hang back for too long. Han's going to run amok. And so, yeah, I think Spectre's got to run up and try to bust the bunker before one of them
0: goes down. If I've got on the land, yeah. if I mean, if, if they wait, yeah. I'm going to be having on the land Oh chance, yeah, oh, yeah. right. miracle worker, right? Like all these really, really good cards. Yep. So Spectre has to come at the box, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I want. Right? That's why like with Vader, I don't worry about Vader because he has to come to me and I'm just going to murderize him as soon as he comes up. Mm-hmm. Haunted Dracotta just hits so hard. I mean, but the problem is like there's always variance, right? Like if I, most of the time I don't shoot like with, so, you know, if you're, okay, for people who are running Dracotta, if you're running Dracotta, with or without the box, most of the time I don't attack Ezra. I attack Kanan.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll attack um, Sabine, if I need to, or Zeb. But the reason why is because most of the time, Ezra has got to be close to Kanan. Yeah. So you're going to be able to blast, shrapnel, demolish, right? Like, get free damage on mm-hmm. Ezra. Yeah. So which forces him, right? Like, he, he now has to come up in order to, to attack, in order to get his, you know, recovers and things going yeah. off. But, like, free yeah. damage, like... In one of my games, I think I was playing against JK. Yeah, I blasted two, collateral damage, and demolished. So I got five free damage on Ezra, right? Right. That's half of his life. So now Ezra has two choices. He either has to come up in order to attack, hopefully to recover, which case Holland's just going to ace him, or he has to run away. So, like, with Dracotta, like, you, like, Dracotta, while Dracotta, she'll melt, like, Ezra will come and kill her. But, like, that's, like, the whole point of the box, right? That's the whole point of MHD and, like, second chance is to save Dracotta from that swing. So, I don't right. worry. Like, I, I think there's a lot of...
1: I and, like I mean, and, parting gift hurts the box. Yeah, but, like, I bit. don't care. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, like, you'll do two damage. It's like, yeah. all right, like, I'll heal. I'll heal three. Like, I'll single-purpose MHD to heal, like, everybody, right? Yeah. Like, and so it doesn't... That's that, such an annoying... But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, but... The box is kind of in a niche list. Right. Does anybody run the box aside from you? Uh, we had a couple players in Kansas. We just dropped... Yeah. 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 I mean, like, Ben they, has been... They won run... a store championship. The box won a store championship yeah. out there. And huh. Ben and Ben Varnum has been running... A, it's a variant on the box. Um, but he has been, like... Ex- ben has been, like, more tinkering. He's, like, been trying to get Chewy to work and doing all these other things. So yeah. I do think, like, the box is, like, its own particular thing. But There's it's Chewy in the top eight of that Spanish National.
1: Yeah, so we've got Chewy, Dracotta, Jin, Hera, Gideon, R2, 3PO, a regular smuggler, and Doubt. No Han. No Han. So it's it's, it's kind of boxy, but it doesn't have an HD. No doesn't MHD. have Han. Yep. Um, you got a lot of smugglers. Yeah, you no. got.
0: I mean, you're going to on the lamb. I wonder if he had um, run for cover, slippery yeah, target. Right.
2: Because there are no hunters in that list. Yeah, so you have a lot of room for right, their, and you oh, you really yeah, got to
0: kill Chewie
1: first. Yeah, but but while you're trying to focus on that, right? If you're trying to melt Dracotta first, okay, now Chewie gets to play his card. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Right. If you don't, then dracotta has got time uh, to do a lot more damage, get off more attacks than she usually does. Yeah.
0: yeah, I really I think it's a very clever list.
1: Well, and it's interesting. I wonder if there are Wookie cards being played with the two. Wookiees. I mean, there are the Wookie. I don't know like if there
2: are any good Wookiee ones. cards. There's Wild Fury, one. which
0: gives you two two attacks, you
2: but you become stunned, stunned. and bleeding. Right,
0: and you get focus, so it's it is. I mean, you can think about it like if someone's going to die, right? Well, like if it's late you, game. Yeah, you, you, gotta remove yeah, you play yet. it. You're you're going to take one attack, a focused attack, and if then it's you're the gonna last die.
1: last round. Yeah, and it's true. He's activated. Like, who cares if he's just stunned? He's never going to go again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. true.
0: If you play this card. And then the other card, I think, is called Battle Fury or something, or, or Wound... Battle, Battle Star. Fear, or Battle, Battle Star. Yeah. It's a zero point, like, where it gives you power tokens. Right. right. Which are cool. Yeah, like, I
1: yeah.
2: mean, and I think it's if you've taken a certain amount of damage, right? Because yep. So you're trying to, like, chip away at Chewie. And
0: it's zero points, yeah. right. so...
2: I could never get Chewie to work, because you have to activate him early enough in the yeah, round for his right. card to be a threat. Yep. And that's just such a different pacing of yeah. things to, to activate your queen piece early. Yeah that uh, I I could never make that work I haven't against an opponent I
0: haven't I I haven't seen it work so no. Ben and I we actually played a game his he was playing his box where I think he had Sabine he had I I think his list was Sabine Chewie MHD and like other things um yeah. versus my box and I was never worried about Chewie right cuz like I think he. I think he must have like mispositioned him or something. Sure. Because I was like, oh well, now I don't care if like you get focused, right? Because you're gonna come in and do like a mediocre attack or something like that. I think the problem with Chewie is I get like the idea is that it makes your opponent play around it, which can make them make mistakes. But it's also something you have to play around, right? Yes. Like you are being forced to make decisions, like you're saying, yep. like activating him early when you, when you, which you might not want to do.
2: Particularly because he doesn't have a great ranged attack. No. And I mean, he doesn't hit very hard. He's
0: just not consistent, right? No, I mean, like, no, no,
2: no. Yeah, red. He rolls red, blue, yellow. Yep, especially is, unfocused. Yeah, Oh, yeah, unfocused. That's yeah. So I'm sure that this list focuses him. Yeah, shout yeah. Out out to whoever got this into. to yeah. sixth yeah, place, contact in the us. Nationals. Join our yeah, Slack yeah, group. Yeah, exactly. uh, we'd love yeah. to have you on the podcast. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome. that's a, because a I can't cool imagine
1: one. with a field that large that it didn't match up with and potentially beat
0: you some of these other lists. Spectre Cells, some of these probably Vader at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know Gil from are you from France or are you from Denmark? From one of the You're from one of the northern, like the northern European countries. Um I mean, he made top <laughs> Showcasing eight. Showcasing our world's... American. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. That's it. It's all Europe. Yeah, Come on, for boys.
2: Us, not knowing the state people are from really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. So you shouldn't fault us for not knowing your country. That, it's yeah. like the same
0: thing. That's right. We all know uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. geography, right? Space-wise. They all speak more languages than us. What right. else, what else <laughs> matters? Yeah. Okay, so. Gil made top eight at worlds with, I think, what was it? A seven activation, like, Rebel Hero list, yep. you know, against a very competitive field. That's and he, awesome. And he, he almost beat DT. I mean, like, their game, he got incredibly unlucky at a few points, right? right? And so, like, I think that these Rebel Hero lists, these, like, hodgepodge Rebel Hero lists... Actually, I've got a lot of surprises because I think they're like the box. You can't really plan for them. And then, if you don't know what to do against them, right? Like, you're going to make a mistake. It's unorthodox enough. Your opponent will make mistakes. Yeah. And I think there's a a strong advantage to that. So.
1: I also feel like there's something to be said for the way that Specter is having that impact, right? It's a pre-built mm. list that comes out, yep. and it takes a minute for people to know how to play against it. Very so, good. of course, the moment it comes out, it's going to win every store championship, which yeah. it did. But then, then you 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 jump a month, yeah, and it's won one out of three nationals yep. in which it was legal. Great point. And and I feel like that regression
0: is coming.
2: Yeah, yeah I finally stopped. Or I'm I'm I've almost stopped forgetting about the built in block
0: (laughs) from Spectre for the calculus. It's so good. It's so very, very good. I mean it's
2: so it makes a huge swing.
0: Okay, so we we think so Robert's original question was rebel lists that we think besides Spectre Cell that we think can cut it. Right. I what? think Han Rangers is probably out. Do we think that because of doubt? Do we think that because of Spectre? Like what's the what do, why do you think that's the case? I,
1: I think that because of the three Spectres that were in the top four at the Spanish National they all, all of them ran out. Doubt, yeah. Right.
0: So it's not one or the other, it's
1: both. Yeah.
0: Good
1: and, point. and and that's a that's a huge disadvantage. Plus, um, I think Rangers pretty consistently, if Ezra's fixing a die are gonna go down. Um, if Got not it. one attack, I mean certainly two, but but yeah. he can one shot him. Yeah, Kanan can one shot them. Yep, not um, as
2: frequently. Not as frequently, yeah. but Can but and,
1: and I also think they're going to have a difficult time with the type of closing you want to do with Spectre mm. to maintain the range that they want uh, yeah. to be successful.
2: I think immediately Spectre's in their face. Well, yeah. it depends on the map. On Uscore, they have a much better chance. Yeah, true.
0: Great point. That's a great point. But a great on point. Tarkin, yeah, where they
2: have yeah, where do they go? Yeah. They have to get into yeah. that big lane. Well, and I think it's the and same sacrifice on, a on turn to get Boss Isley as
0: well. You yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the problem is like with Han I it, this is what I so I watched their game tonight. Robert and Aaron to watch their game, yeah. and the thing was, um, Robert brought down Zeb, and he had to play heightened reflexes in order to like get rid of an evade right because yeah. he needed to put he he attacked with Greedo. Greedo rolled tools. well. Yeah, no, I, no. I, did he? I roll? did. Oh, no, he I did. did have have tools, tools. Heightened
1: reflexes. And focus.
0: Yeah. So he got eight damage on him, but that's only eight damage, right? Like yeah. that's, out of fifteen. Out yeah, of four 15. dice,
1: he's got a built in damage, yeah. pretty decent surges. He yeah. he rolled I think he rolled perfectly. No, no, so no. his not. green
0: dice was his okay. one of his green yeah. dice I could
2: have done a, a little bit better. Okay. And but not not needed to spend the card in yeah. order to get right the extra right. surge.
0: The problem was was that once Zeb was gone, there are still like three <laughs> yeah. things that are gonna really kill you. And yeah. you know, in in um Kanan, Ezra, and Sabine. And Hera is not like nothing. She's not yeah, like something so that to sucks. To Sorry, so that's the problem, right? Like you kill one big thing, and it's like, okay, well, now I've still got three other things that you've right. got to kill. And that's the problem with Han Rangers, is like Han Rangers is really good at like removing the queen, right? Like yes. you can kill Vader, but then it's like, okay, well, now what do you do when you got three other Vaders coming at you? You've you've played Assassinate, you've played Tools. You're not going to be able to do those things. So, I don't yeah. know. I would like to
2: point out that the last two cards in my command deck oh, were Assassinate and Rebel Graffiti. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Which was a bummer. Yeah. And when Aaron cut my deck at the beginning, he took the top two cards <laughs> that's and true. put them at the bottom. Uh, I didn't know. That, that <laughs> that is, yeah, true. he didn't know. That's just my favorite thing to do. Well, well
0: done. Well done. So, well done. So, Han yeah. Rangers, meh. Yeah. I mean, it's not just theory crafting at this point. I mean, realistically, we haven't seen anyone running Han Rangers. Right, yeah. um, I know Matt Matthew loves... Richards
1: has tried to. I think of that first store championship where Specter Cell was legal, he was running Han Rangers. He, he was
0: running Sabine and CT. Interesting, which is not like that was like we were mm-hmm. all so it was E Rangers and other stuff yeah.
2: on. And he ran Han Rangers at Worlds, yeah. And so he's very comfortable with that list. Yeah. I don't know how much he's experimented with it in the current meta. Yeah. Well, and I think Han.
1: I mean, Han can still do a lot. Han's of work amazing against yeah. against uh, Specter. Yeah, I mean, he's always going to have a good target for his underground shot yep. against Specter Cell. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. He's
1: really hard to ignore.
0: His attack is consistently good, right? Like, you know...
1: You still probably have to kind of ignore him, right? Oh, you... Spectre can't try to attack. He'll just... He'll mow down even the most durable of figures in that list unless they dodge.
0: I think the meta has gone to the point where, like, people who play Han consistently... Know how to play Han to what, in, in the way that if you attack him, you're going to lose the game, right? Like yeah. I, I, hmm. I mean, personally, not I'm not saying this is always the case. Like uh, Hassan in our Salt Bowl game, he killed him, but he had two copies of Parting Blow in his hand, right, which is just stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like most of the time, like attacking Han is. That is, you should never attack him. Because he's only going to get two attacks, and they're solid attacks, but it's not like Vader attacks, right? Right, when you coming. attack
1: him, you giving him a third Third attack, right? right?
0: Yeah. Which he might on the lamb, right? So, like, you're going to do this attack, which is not even going to matter. So, I don't, and even for Spectre, I think the decision is never attack. Kill everything else? Kill everything else, right? And why not? You know, Han cannot bring down everybody. He can't bring down a lot of people, though. But, yeah. Okay, what else have we got? What else are we thinking about?
1: I mean, I think, uh,. So we had the Carolina Swarm kind of do some things at the North America Championship, and so it did. I think that's a matchup. I I don't know that. So those those rights can do so little damage to Specter Cell.
0: They're not winning you on know, You know,
1: they're not win- So they they really really have to get a good map matchup. I mean, if if they pull like the Droids map, yeah. They're they're toast. They're gonna lose, right? So <laughs> I think that's really a tough, tough thing for that list. Specter cell being so
0: relevant. I should get Ryan. Jan- so Ryan Janway yeah. from North Carolina. He uh won. He ran this list. Hat nationals, he was undefeated in so Swiss. So did someone
1: else in his local playgroup. There were two of them in the top. I think 16. you're right. I, yeah, wow. I think you're
0: absolutely right. Running the, the same list. Yeah, <laughs> Specter wasn't legal at the time. Like oh. Ryan,
1: I think the other list actually made it around farther because I know Ryan. Ryan came in top out of Swiss. Yeah, he was and then like undefeated lost in Swiss. Yeah, in the first match of the bracket. Okay. To a Scum Hunter list, and so. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I don't know how the other one fared, but I remember Brett was kind of talking about that when he gave us recap.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, like, I would be interested. So on, like, Rogue AI, that list is going to do really, really well. But like on weapons, I don't know. That's I don't. It, it's an interesting list. We should I should get Ryan on to see if he's had any plays of it and versus Spectre. tell me what Spectre.
2: the list is. It is. Oh, oh it is just right.
0: They call it. I think it's a prepare to comply or something. Like it's some, you know like law enforcement. We call <laughs> yeah. it the
1: Carolina Swarm. Yeah, the
0: Carolina Swarm. It's uh, two elite riots. Uh-huh. Four regular riots. Oh, man. Um, and I think officers. So you got yep. the two elite riots is 14. Yep. The four regulars is 20. 20 yep. So you're at 34. 30. And just
1: brings all the trooper cards. It's run in Grenadier. Yep. It's run in reinforced Double copy of Reinforcement. Oh, yeah. Parting yep. Blow.
0: Yep. All of that. Yep. yep. So, and then and then um, the two officers, and I think probably Zillow and Roll by Fear. Right. Yeah. And so, or, I mean, actually, I think you would. I would probably do Extra is... Extra armor? Uh, I would do... <laughs> why not? I would do... um. Cross training and then toss in a few spy cards. Why not? Sure. I mean, like you I and
2: mean, the trooper card. And are it not might do. As Demanding is
0: winter yeah. Smuggler.
2: Cards. Yeah, exactly. So Ryan, got, tell
0: us what you ran. Yeah, yeah. We should uh, we should get Ryan on.
2: That would be awesome
0: to see what to see if he's been able to play this against Specter. But that that is going to be an interesting list. DT has been running a Thrawn, um, a Thrawn ATDP Elite Riot list, which is a really cool list. Um, yeah. I mean, like the whole point is, and he's got Lion Ambush with it. Yeah. So it's all about pressure is his card it is his card so he better play it <laughs> yeah um but it's all about pressure like the atdp and thron and maybe one set of riots is coming one way he's also got elite death troopers and then you got the lion ambush riots like to come back so i mean there's there's some cool lists yep. going around once regionals start and like things start shaking out we'll see how that kind of breaks down right um, awesome all right well do we have anything else I no, think that's about um, it. Keep yeah. testing. Let us know how it goes. Absolutely. Join our Slack channel. Yeah, join the Slack channel. Uh, send an email to IA at gmail.com. As we get into regional season, things are going to start heating up. And I really, really, really want results from regionals. So if you go to a regional, uh, if you know about a regional, I want to know about it before the fact so we can announce right. it on the Slack channel. And we plan to attend a few regionals
1: outside of st- uh, our
0: state, right? Absolutely. I'll, I'm so, going to try and go to SoCal. We're going to try right. and go to Denver. So let us know if there if there are any regionals that, that – w- didn't have places that didn't have regionals last year let us know we we would love to know that absolutely all right thank you Robert for coming on thank you thank you Aaron for coming on thanks for having me thank you guys for listening okay so after um we finished recording Aaron left Robert and I wanted to play another game he wanted me to play the who's the boss list I've actually learned from JK who's the boss is Thrawn, Palp, Vader, and Tarot. It's not, it's, you gotta have all four, which I guess makes sense. They're all, they're all leaders. And then, oh, actually, it is, because you've got those four, and then you've got two officers. So it's literally everyone's leaders. That makes total sense, JK, freaking genius. Um, I don't, can't believe I didn't get that till just now. So what happened was, after we finished recording, Robert and I played a game. I was playing the Who's the Boss list, Less Tarot. With um, regular riots. And the reason I was doing that. Is just to have a little bit more objective control. We were playing on Tarkin. We were playing on. Not the weapon side. The rogue AI. We had an incredibly close game. I was able to pull it out. But the game the game was very very close. And I, I have got mixed minds. On Robert's point, point list. The thing is. Like he, like he said in the episode. It has got good objective control. It could probably stand to have a little bit more offense. I mean, it's got like lots of great hitters. Um, in the sense of, you know, Greedo hits like a truck, and Greedo can get focused and really hit like a truck. You know, Hondo can hit like a truck. Sabine can hit hard. Like, all these all these figures can hit really hard, but there's, I don't know what, what, I mean, obviously there's no Vader hit. Even IG, like, rolling that red, red, green twice, you know, is just going to mow things down. It doesn't quite have that, and also, I mean, it doesn't have a ton of durability. So we talked a little bit about it. I mean, our game was literally down to the absolute wire. It was, I was able to um, keep up in the objectives game while I sacrifice Vader to kill a bunch of things. I think I killed both of his Equays, things like that. Um, I killed—I must have killed something else. Oh, Sabine. Um, and like taking that trade, keeping up on points, and then Thrawn and Palp are unbelievably good sweepers. So that was kind of how that game went. A few days later, JK and I played. He was playing. We, we, we um, swapped out. I was playing... Specter cell versus his legitimate. Who's the boss list. I think JK won that. No, I won the game, but it was, I mean, it was, it was close. Um, Ezra dodged at a critical moment and I was just able to stay slightly ahead on damage. I'm pretty positive. That is how that game went down. Um, and then we played the box, like, an, like a, I, I keep, like, working through these, like, iterations of the box, just trying to, like, fine-tune it where it's at. I know it's kind of funny because I've, like, been playing that list for so long, but it's just, like, it's so funny, but, like, having Mac as opposed to a regular smuggler and extra armor, like, those lists, I know it sounds so stupid to say this, but they play totally differently in terms of, like, the kind of pressure that you're exerting and the choices that you're making, right? So... It's been really, really interesting, like to kind of work through that. I, I think that the box really is going to be where I'm going to be playing. I, I'm not like I knew playing previous iterations of the box that I could like see the curve of the meta and be like, ah, oh, this just isn't going to cut it. But I love you know Lando or Ahsoka or Jin or whatever, and so I'm going to keep keep playing it. But I could like see that like if if Empire is really taking off, I'm not going to be able to cut it. Whereas I just never feel that way with the box. I feel like it's got such great matchups. If I don't screw up, if I don't make any mistakes, and if, like, the luck is even, I feel totally fine about all of my matchups. Like, respector versus Vader versus Palp. Blah blah blah. I don't know, and I'd obviously, I also do not want this to be. I, if I start talking about the box, I'll never shut up. Um, but then, so the next thing we played was I played the box versus who's the boss, and JK actually won. It was very close again. I was able to kill Vader, but it took a little too long to kill him. Um, JK played it perfectly, he used, he used Vader as bait for Han, so I was, you know, I want to go out and kill Han, or I want to kill Vader with Han. Um, and I made this such a stupid mistake. I forgot about, um, so Han got hit. He had a little bit of life left, but I was able to get him away. Um, but then Palp or Vader's like almost dead. I am, I want to bring Han from one side of the box. He's on the far side of the box from Vader. I want to bring him from that side to the Vader side so that he can take an end of round shot on Palp and ace him. Well, I'm a freaking idiot. I forgot about dying lunge, um, and so I kill Vader with somebody else, and he dying lunge and kills Han. It was oh man, it was like one of those things where you it happens and you realize like what an idiot you are, because um, I could have like killed him, then moved Han, blah blah blah. Doesn't matter. Point is, I screwed up. Um, but I love J.K.'s list, and J.K. and I were talking about it. This who's the boss list. It seems kind of crazy, right? Like you're like four figures that are going to be dealing damage. That it's, it's kind of like Spectre Cell in that way, although Hera is going to hit harder than these officers. But man, Thrawn brings so much control. Pelt brings this weird kind of control, right where he's got this tempt. Thing that he can like get people who are really weak like you can't get away from him and thrawn and palp together are unbelievably good end game pieces right because they've got enough health that it's tough to one shot them um and together like they're sweeping through palp's doing free damage with his force lightning attempt and, and he's giving thrawn these extra hits and by the time like the end game is rolling around thrawn is giving out three to four tokens so he's giving himself a surge and palp you know block and evade right it doesn't matter it's just oh man it's it's really really good so um i have jk and i were so like i said we were talking about it and jk thinks like this is going to be kind of where he's sitting for a little while i think he's going to play this in our wave three vassal tournament or something like it and it's going to do good Tarot's obviously incredibly good he's really good against the box he's also good against specter cell right he's he's got free damage that he's dealing and he is very 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 mobile um, so I don't know. I feel like I, JK came up with a really creative list. I'm not saying like JK, like totally fashioned this out of nowhere, but I think this particular combination, JK has been really thinking about working on and I think it's paying off. So we'll kind of see how that goes, goes in the future. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry. This episode has been a little bit of me rambling. It's been really, really interesting to see, as, like, Specter Cell is clearly good. I watched Brett's game versus Isaac um, Borno, Kejo And Brett did this amazing video where they played, like, a two-hour game. And he edited it down to 25 minutes. It's awesome. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. Everyone should watch it. Brett was playing Specter Cell. Um, Isaac was playing his signature Han Rangers. Their game was unbelievably close. But watching Specter Cell, they were playing on Moss Isaac, which I do think is one of Specter Cell's better maps. At the end of round one, Ezra and Zeb are, like, right in the grill of Han Rangers. And so at the start of round two, um, Ezra jumps up, runs up four spaces. And I think Zeb at this point has probably got 13 damage on him, right? So he's got damage. He's going to go down. But Brett's able to take. Isaac doesn't have negate. And with zeb and ezra they're able to do three unanswered attacks right which is oh my gosh it was crazy because zeb comes up does his free attack which actually kind of flubbed um but he does a free attack with his red red does red green kills a ranger um and then ezra comes up puts like five damage or something like that on a raise on on a ranger and brett just like has the pressure on like all game and so and Brett also doesn't take a single shot at Han, which is exactly the right move most. I mean, most of the time, right? Because Han's going to on the land, and you don't. Like, what's the like? What is the point of attacking him when you can just kill these rangers? That's like the problem with these rangers. They're such a cool figure. They have done so much work for rebels in the past, but they're going to get one shot most of the time by Ezra. Like, if cannons around, and if. Sabine is able to pull cleanup, right? Like, it's just, oh my gosh, it's it's crazy to watch that kind of pressure. So it's clear that Specter Cell is extremely good. It's not clear that people have been absolutely teching to beat it yet. I think more of like people have been trying to find the, the Vader Thrawn palp thing that works like in a general sense, as opposed to like entirely focused on Specter Cell, because honestly, I don't think Thrawn's that good against Specter Cell. I mean, obviously, handing out tokens is not bad. But Specter Cell doesn't care a ton about its command cards, mostly because it's not drawing through its whole command deck. So Thrawn is just as likely to pull, like, Officer's Training or Positioning Advantage or something as he is to pull on the Lamb. And if he doesn't pull on the Lamb, it just brings Specter Cell that much closer to on the Lamb. We've talked about this. I mean, I feel like the jury's kind of out. It's going to be really interesting to see as, like, regionals, like, pick up. Everyone starts, you know, really getting into, into high gear. Half the field or a third of the field is going to be running Spectre, which is totally fine. And we'll see if an answer emerges. I think a good comparison is when Thrawn, Palp, and Double Jets emerged in January, December, January of um, 2017, 2018. We in our local meta did not think there was a strong answer for that. Um, Matt played the final against John Grasser in their Denver Regional. And Grasser just like annihilated Matt. Matt. And it was mostly because we had like Matt had never played against this particular matchup and it was just not clear what what they were supposed to do. And then when you were thinking about it, you're like all that life, the objective control. Also, Jabba was in the rotation. That was just a stupid good map for um, the jump jets and for Palp. And so, like, it was just not clear that there was, like, we couldn't figure out what the answer was going to be. You know, time emerged, and i didn't even make Top 16 at World, so obviously that's not going to happen with Spectre. I am more optimistic than other people in terms of, like, what I think is going to happen with Spectre, but who knows the proof is in the pudding as they say. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it works out. No one in our local group, Aaron has like kind of taken to specter cell, which is good. Like I I think it is really good idea for each play group to have someone who is really focusing on specter cell because you want to to make sure that they're grinding out like every bit of efficiency that they can against that list. So that when you're playing against it, you know, right? Like if I, if Aaron has played specter cell 30 times, and I play them with the box, if I just get absolutely crushed, I have a good idea that, like, that's where things are going to go, right? Whereas if you're, like, when people are starting with lists, like, I was playing that, who's the boss list, against Robert, and a lot of that is, like, we're both new to the lists. I have not played Empire a lot. I only play it, like, when I'm testing, so it's really tough to know um, if we're, like, experiencing variants or, like, what's going on. Anyway, holy smokes, that, that took forever. Thank you guys so much. Again... Join us on the Slack channel so you can join wave three. Send an email uh, wave three of the Vassal League. Send an email to Zionsfinestia at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Zionsfinest. I encourage everyone to contact your local stores to see if you've got a regional and look on our op doc which i'm going to include a link to in the show notes so that you can know your closest regional if you don't have one that's nearby if you would like we are inviting encouraging people to come out to utah january 5th is going to be our regional it is going to be amazing and awesome and everyone who comes will absolutely love it um you can just contact any of us on the slack and let us know that you're coming we've already had a few people who let us who like a few out-of-staters who've let me know that they're going to be coming so We are planning on a party. It's going to be amazing. And we just want everybody to get out and feel welcome. And we love you all. So that is it. Everyone have a lovely day. Talk to you later.